When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Success in farming is all about precision and efficiency. Ensuring every seed, every drop of water, every nutrient and treatment counts. TerraPlex Ag is helping farmers all over Iowa and the Midwest do just that. With precision ag-grown technology and support from TerraPlex, you'll boost your productivity and make timely and informed decisions, all while reducing your costs and increasing your profit. It's time to revolutionize your farming. Harvest the benefits with TerraPlex Ag. Visit TerraPlexAg.com. The Cyclone Fanatic Podcast is fueled by Cody Road and recorded in the Wild Rose Casino and Hotel Studio. Welcome to Williams and Bloom on a rare Monday morning program. We are here live at the Wild Rose Casino Studios in Ankeny. Coffee is brewing. My name is Chris Williams. He is Brent Bloom. We are presented, as always, by our friends at MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got that crazy game. In, oh, my God. I'm still... Wake up. It, like, that that game did a number on me. And <laughs> on all of us. I, I don't know if it... covered yet. I don't know if it says something about the mental state I'm currently in, but, like, I... Oh, my God. I couldn't sleep. It, I, we have a lot to talk about there. Uh, we need to we need to figure out and let people know how to watch the Longhorn Network. So Last maybe time. Aiden, you could be working on that here in the next fifteen minutes or so. Uh, you got that? Can you handle that? I'll, I'll try. I'll try my best. Okay. We need to let people know Legal. how to watch the. Yeah, we're, yeah. We're, we're, we we don't steal we don't from steal. content creators. Uh, that's a, that's going to be a big hump for me. Then. <laughs> You're now a professional content <laughs> yeah, creator. You can't be stealing making, the, making those big bucks from Aiden. other content creators. The women. Uh, stubbed their toe in Orlando. <laughs> Jerome Tang just can't stay out of his his own goddamn way. That's another thing I didn't like. I was planning on doing this on my own. We need to have the audio for Tang after the game when he's talking. He's comparing himself to being Bruce Willis. <laughs> okay, so if you can have that, that would be great. Uh, we were, so we were planning on doing this last night like we normally do, and Bloom was in an event that just went late, and so we just decided to do it this morning. Do it live. Yep, do it live this morning. Really funny story here. Uh, I it, it ties Iowa State and it's Super Bowl week with Brock Purdy, and it also we can kind of promote the We Will thing on Wednesday night. Yeah. So my hometown Clarinda A's have their annual banquet, which is like a really cool. Th- if you if you're a baseball fan, specifically a St. Louis Cardinals fan, it's worth the trip to do once in your life because they bring back all these like what are they. Ozzy Smith goes every what, year. What, so for those who don't, the Clarinda A's, what, what it's, is that? It's like, a, I would describe it as, as a semi-pro where college baseball players go to play in the summer. And it was a huge deal in the 70s and 80s. I mean, they've, they've had over 50 to 100 Major League Baseball players, Ozzy Smith being the most famous alum. He comes back every year. Um, Vaughn Hayes lives in Clarinda now. Uh, moved back. Then he, Interesting. You know, really big yeah. time. But I mean, Chuck Knobloch, um, 
the Bennis brothers. There, there's been a lot of there's there's been a lot of and I know I'm missing out on on some of the most famous. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. But nonetheless, um, they had this banquet. Like where the to me the best part is the sports memorabilia that they have and you can bid on. And they all because of all their connections and the the Eberly family there has connections all over the country because of their what they've done for all these big leaguers over the years. And they had a signed Brock Purdy jersey, which nice. I know that you guys are going to have, or a helmet, yeah. right? You have yeah. a helmet we'll, at the We Will deal. We're going to have both. Okay. The <laughs> Ozzy Smith bought the signed Brock Purdy jersey. Ozzy Smith, the Ozzy, uh, Smith. the Ozzy Smith in person. Yes, <laughs> I thought that was whole. That I thought that was really cool. Like that one Hall of Famer is yeah. buying another future Hall of Famer's what's, jersey. What's Ozzy Smith going to do with a Brock Purdy jersey? Uh, hanging know, up at his house. Well, you you said you got in a bidding war with Ozzy Smith? <laughs> yeah, over a Braves baseball. I won. <laughs> it's, that, it's that big independent media income that you're bringing in. You bring in uh, the, the Atlanta Braves with me, and, and it gets pretty yeah, dicey. I go. get pretty... That's, uh, that's awesome. Isn't so, that crazy? That, though, that so cool. Ozzy Smith yeah. was like, no, I'm, I'm not... Get, I am I'm not, getting that 13 jersey. I am not letting anybody else... Take home the Brock Purdy jersey. It's mine. I thought that was. I just a- like, love that he comes back to Clarinda, Iowa for that every year. So we, we he's just, never missed one. I don't think on the We Will thing, we still have about 25, 30 tickets left. But get those today if you can, folks. How uh, many left? About twenty five or thirty. Oh, tickets. okay, good. We, so we're, we're, we're making, making progress. How do um, I how do I buy one if I don't have one? WeWillCollective.com. Okay, uh, you'll see the tab says signing day event. Would love to. But the good news is for those of you out of state who want to be there. Um, there's a way you can participate. We're throwing up today, probably today, about 20 different uh, items for auction that anybody across the country can bid on. And this is some high-level stuff, too. So, cool. uh, again, check that out. I will tweet out tweet it out later today with that link. But anybody around the country can bid on those things, and you can help our event from all over the country. And, again, all of this supports 100% the We Will Collective and what we're trying to do. I just got, got word this morning uh the st louis Battlehawks. yeah they provided get this this will be part of our live a little bit of a connection to that a little bit of a connection yeah the st louis Battlehawks are going to provide 10 tickets in the coach's suite at the game on field pregame passes for one of two games plus potentially an autographed item from rocco beck included with that that's pretty sweet it's i mean one of a kind caca I, I might bid on that myself. I was, I was thinking about, do you think I should get Anthony on a podcast and yes. preview the XFL yes. season? There's going to be, there's going to be a lot of Iowa well, State folks. My pitch to him would be like, dude, do you realize that the natural fan base that you have oh, built need, in just Iowa State fans that would watch just because of you and Honestly, your son? guys, like we need to, we need a battle Hawks <laughs> fan club yeah. here in Iowa. Because <laughs> dude, why not? What the Beck family has done for Iowa State, you guys don't even know. So we got to give them some love. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But yeah, so some tickets left. But again, check out if you're out of state, uh, some really awesome Iowa, cent- Iowa State-centric items on our auction. I'm seeing the program, and I hope that Matt Campbell is prepared for hard questions. I'm going to roast his ass <laughs> sure he's, on Wednesday night. I'm sure he's nervous. That's coming up on Wednesday night in Ankeny, the old Cyclone Fanatic recruiting party. It's like we were the Big 8, and now this has turned into the Big 12 with Central Florida. A lot more lucrative, but a lot less rowdy. <laughs> it will still be. It'll still be. It'll be a good time. Complimentary Ames Lager. Oh, really? Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, I didn't know that. And uh, complimentary Iowa State vodka drinks. I need to stay away from that on a Wednesday. Just FYI, I can promise you that because you know it ties in. As as I was reminded yesterday, why would you buy Tito's when Tito's is made in Austin, Texas, and they support Texas? All right. Do not buy. T- buy if you're if you're drinking Tito's right now, I hope you're not doing it right now. Yeah, it's nine thirty in the morning for right. God's sake. But you're essentially a communist. You're supporting Rodney Terry and his glasses. We are presented as always by MacDyne and the MacDyne Corporation. You can check them out at MacDyne.com. That's spelled M-E-C-H-D-Y-N-E.com. All right, uh, we'll get to this game in Waco. It j- it broke me as a human. <laughs> broke everybody. I'm still broken. Well, I'm not going to get into it too much. I did an instant reaction and then I've done two guys named Chris. I want to hear your opinion, but like it, 
it was one of those games where I just didn't feel like Iowa State should have even been in it. And then I felt like it was handed to the Cyclones on a silver platter and they couldn't take it. And I give Baylor a lot of credit for that too. They didn't fold when their coach lost his damn mind. Um, Iowa State can't make free throws and, and that yeah, continues big, big to problem. be a big problem. And that that's something that, especially Brent, when you are a team that's bad in the half court, like Iowa State is, you know, the reason they beat Houston, I, I think is because they made free throws in that game. If I remember correctly, if they shoot poorly in the second half, they lose to yeah, Houston 18 of 22 from the line in that game. Yeah. You know, so the, there is a correlation here on the big wins and the big lot. When you're bad in the half court, you're, you're going to get foul more. And, and that's what they, they do. And, and Baylor gave it to them, right? I mean, if Iowa state is just decent at the line, they, they steal one. Nonetheless, it, it was a situation where it really doesn't impact you at all. The loss. In fact, their metrics went up. Yeah. Outside of you want to win a conference. And Correct. That, yeah. Know, no, that, that's that makes, the, that makes things really difficult. Yeah. Well, not, impossible well but, but really you're helped. in damn good shape with really wins helped. at tcu and baylor yes. if, if that's your ultimate goal but there was a lot that went on in that game scott drew was ejected for the first time in his career which seemed really i mean listen i am a scott drew honk i understand this but like and he is whiny he does all that i i get he's always been that way that was pretty weak ejection <laughs> i thought and then they get that other technical <laughs> on the bench. I still want to know what happened with yeah, that. Like, like, who said what? I mean, like, what, how? Either you said something really dumb, or I mean, that was super soft. All I know is I've seen coaches do a hell of a lot more than Scott. Even Drew the coaches did. are like, huh? <laughs> well, we'll did take it, it. Right? Did you do it? Yeah. And in the whole, uh, you, know, you come back and you take a seven-point lead after a twenty-zero run. Like it was just freaking crazy. And then the Momchilovich gets the shot. And he makes it, and it's this iconic moment, and then it gets taken away. Where do we start? Whew. For, let's just start in the first half, because that's where the game was honestly lost for Iowa State. Um, you know, and we've seen this now a couple of times. When Iowa State's not turning teams over, and Baylor, I think, only had five turnovers in the first half, which was a credit to them. They've got really good guards. And, and the Baylors and the BYUs of the world are the teams that could give Iowa State problems going forward because they have multiple guards. They generally took care of the ball, and then they shot it great. And now you've seen now in Iowa State's losses, when, when you're able to move the ball, find open shots, you're going to get open looks if you don't turn the ball over. Mm -hmm. And I thought Baylor did a great job of uh, moving the ball, making Iowa State move on defense. And then secondly, which I did not anticipate, is when Baylor missed a shot, they attacked the glass. And 10 offensive rebounds was a lot against an Iowa State team. That's where Iowa State's been great all year long. So there's that a huge problem in not going forward because I think Iowa State can clean that up. So you get to halftime, and it felt like Baylor was in a pretty comfortable spot. And then the Keyshawn Gilbert goes nuts during the stretch to keep Iowa yeah. State afloat, which was awesome to see. And he hit that huge shot at the end of the first yeah, half, right. too, that, which really which gave kept Iowa it. State some momentum. Yeah. That is great. Like, that's a huge plus because if he can, now he's not going to do that every night, but he was the best player on the floor, and he's starting to become kind of that alpha of, hey, I'll take the ball. I'm, you know, I'm good with it, and especially when Taman didn't play that great. And Momchilovich wasn't as successful with some of his looks. Uh, but then that stretch was just crazy, like complete bananas, mm -hmm. how that whole thing went down. I mean, there's no way Scott Drew wanted to get ejected. You could even, he turned around to his coaches, if you can be a lip reader, he goes, I didn't mean to do that. Like he was, like he saw a ghost, like, what do I do? Like, do I just yeah. leave now? Am I supposed to exit? Uh, and then you get up seven and you thought, Iowa State's just going to run away here. But I give kudos to Baylor, made a couple big threes. No doubt. Uh, Dennis and Bridges stepped up and daggers. And then the free throw thing, it's just a it's a situation right now. You cannot have that on the road. Seat up. The last three games for Iowa State. You ready for this? Mm. Free throws. Am I? Uh, here we go. Well, let's say, actually, let's do the last four. It's, it's a trend. The last five games. At BYU, 16 of 25, 64%. Uh, at TCU, 8 of 13, 61%. Kansas State at home, 27 of 39. Good God. Uh, 69%. Not nice. 9 of 18 against Kansas, 50%. And now 19 of 32 at Baylor, 59%. That's just not going to do it. Conference you, games only. Where do you think Iowa State ranks I would, in the Big 12? Gosh, it's got to be last. Dead last. Yeah, I mean, you, 66%. That's, you, anything, anything below 70 is is bad. Mm -hmm. and you just can't and I know some of it's Rob Jones getting fouled a lot which 
kudos to teams for fouling him because he's just never going to be a great free 289th ranking on the entire season yeah it's just if you're going to be in these games you got to make free throws and i know i state knows this they practice it it's not yeah. like they don't i mean i always love the thing well they got to work they're trying i love the tweets like do they ever <laughs> practice yes, yes they do yes, they do but tame you know tame <laughs> uh Taman didn't have his best game again no and so that's you know that's a he was really good against kansas but i just think in that spot, when you got your point guard on the floor, that's a, that's an area where he needs he needs to make those two. I, I thought mean, that Taman. I was surprised. I thought after the week off would look better. Yeah, and maybe when, he bounces back on Tuesday. I, I, don't, well, I don't know. Maybe the week off was bad for him. Well, I don't know. And I think with 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 Taman, he's the type of player that he's going to impact the game regardless, and he still does. Yeah, uh, but it's just this, it hasn't been as productive offensively. I, I he's going to be fine. But then real quick. The end of game sequence was completely wild. And in my opinion, and this is not an excuse because I again Iowa State, Baylor was the better team. And and I can see why Mac Rhodes, their AD, when would came out with that super strong statement, which Will he get uh, fined like Jamie? Did? I, he should. Yeah. You just can't go and do that. Well, what what was interesting to me about that is what did he say again? Like this is the, the game The was, game was so great and the officials didn't match it. And right. like that's pretty paraphrased. strong, especially after a win. Well, and it also like what was weird it read like the big 12 has league officials. Yeah. Which is, which is not not like football where you have the same group of guys. Like, so I think like a casual fan would be like, Oh, the big 12 doesn't, doesn't the school hire the officials or does the conference assign them? The conference point, point, whatever. Like there's no such thing as conference officials in basketball. And that's how a lot of people took it. Like, Oh, well, why does the best basketball league have bad officials? Well, it's not, really how it works well, that, then the, and those three guys are all NCAA tournament officials they had a bad day they had, they had a bad a bad, day. bad bad I don't know what was going on with the Drew situation I had, but that I had was, an Iowa State fan who was there text me we're really lucky that these officials like to play the heel <laughs> it was the exact quote I got from my buddy because if that situation happened in Hilton oh, oh my gosh I mean they probably have to stop the game I, from stuff I, being can't on the even, court. I can't even imagine what I've never seen that many Baptist Christians dropping f-bombs at the same time in my so, life a little behind the scenes uh apparently iowa state got things tossed on them on the way out oh. even after a loss but real quick we'll get into that end of game situation god iowa state's just making enemies with everybody right I now guess. other What's than bill going, self what is going on other than bill self it's, we're just hugging up huddling up with bill self <laughs> in the corner everyone's mad and at everyone else is the enemy why is everybody mad at iowa state uh so, you know, Baylor should have made the free throw. So they missed a bunch of free throws too, by the way. Been, the free throw execution at the end of the game was not great. But that end of game situation, one point or two seconds on the clock, free throws missed. Iowa State gets the rebound, clock goes. It, in no way should that have been at 1.2. And, no, and, and I got that verified from some people who definitely would know. So it should have been at 2? It if you, they were you allow do that? no it, so you allow point generally point three or point four for a touch, okay. So that should have been at one point seven or one point six. So Iowa State should have got the shot off. Yes, but also what also they screwed up, the ball should not have been on the on the sideline. It should have been on the baseline. <laughs> really? Yeah, because if you're and when when I think it was Kurt Jones got that rebound, he he grabbed the which ball baseline on the far baseline. Really? Like it should have been a full court. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. They, oh, I was going to say, what? What? Okay. No, they that's com- what I was shocked when they gave it to him at half court. Complete officiating malfunction okay. there. Okay. So, so I was right. So there. Not, not only should there have been 1.6, 1.7 on the clock, the ball should have been way on the other end. And Iowa State would have you potentially would have not yeah. gotten the same you look. And it was a great that. play. Yeah. But I mean, that the whole like arbitrary well we took point five off here and then that, that doesn't that didn't make sense like that is not that's not how it should have worked and i know that from somebody who very much would know that yeah. they screwed that up which is like and i always say it's like well yeah that's that game was lost not in the last 1.5 um but it was interesting because milan said after the game you know i don't know if they realized it was only 1.2 because that was a lot to happen in 1.2. Like you had to have a lot go right to get that shot off and, you know, it didn't go, but what a wave of emotions. I, I don't can't remember a time like that where you're elated 
and then crash back down to earth so quickly. Iowa State fans needed a a Cody Road after that. Yeah, it, that was that was hard because it was such a great shot and it was such oh, it was a great well play. designed. Yeah, but it, that was brilliant. I mean, that was all Nate Schmidt. I mean, pretty, he was the one in the huddle. Oh, I'm sure it, it was. Nate, it was yeah. Super well done, and credit for Milan to make that. I mean, that makes you feel good going into Texas. Like, hey, we didn't actually win. Yeah, I'm a little bit weirded out on this Texas game. I kind of feel like Iowa State takes it out on Texas. I didn't like this game earlier, but in Texas is weird. They have four wins, three of them are on the road in the Big Twelve. Like, weird. they're a really then they like lose to UCF at home. And... Yeah, they're a weird team. Like that, I can't put my I can't put my finger on yeah. what what exactly. But Texas is, and I'm a little, I'm still like that with Baylor. Like even after watching them, and they shot really well, and we all knew Iowa State's weakness defensively is the perimeter defense, the three point defense. Yeah, if you if you're not turning the ball over against Iowa State, you're going to get good looks. It just mm-hmm. that's the nature of the way Iowa State plays defense. And Baylor hit all those and shots. They did. They made a bunch. They made early twelve, and, you, and it gets you going. Yep. But I, I still like tournament wise, this Baylor team compared to these Drew teams in the past. I don't. I don't think they are. Yeah, I thought their big guy played great. That's as good as he's looked. Yeah. Uh, the guards are good. I mean, I think, you know, Dennis and, and uh, Walter and Britt, they're, they're good. I just don't, I don't see enough depth there. I would not buy them, although those guards could get hot yeah. in, in March and they they're, could make a run. No they're doubt. They're one of those streaky teams. They're one of those teams that, yeah, they're shooting like that. They could easily get to the sweet 16. Totally. But yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not buying them competing for the big 12 this year. And I, you know, Texas is very similar to Baylor. You know, not not the size you're used to at Texas in the last decade. I mean, they they've got some some guys, but they're really. I mean, this is where the points come from, but they're super small. I mean, you know, Tyrese is not big. Uh, Acemus is a is a tiny guy. So you would think, w- between Gilbert and and Lipsy and Jones's physicality, maybe you can get something going to the basket. I think I would say it has a chance. <laughs> Say this uh, with a straight face. I'm gonna shoot a lot of free throws potentially again. Oh god! Better make. Yeah, the last thing I would add to that is just to back up what you said. The Gilbert thing is really encouraging because Absolutely. he's getting better by the day. Well, this is going on the timeline that we kind of thought. I again, I, I would encourage fans to go back and look. He had not played much basketball before he came to Iowa State. Like right. he, I know that he like years wise had been there, but he had fought injuries. He He's hadn't played much and he hadn't played at all at this type of a level. We thought that he would be playing his best basketball in February and March. And it looks to be trending that way. I'll, I'll, I'll say this again. I, I think that game without Lipsy will go down to be an important piece of the Iowa state season because Jones has been a different guy. Yes. Gilbert's been a different guy. And, and you wonder too, like it, load management wise, if, if it's a deal, you get closer to March and it's like, maybe we, we sit down Taman for a day or I, I don't know, but it gives you that option now because Taman is no, we had a couple of people in the comments here who are watching us live on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. When you stream the Cyclone fanatic podcast, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to work either today. No, Nancy asks, is, is Taman's shoulder still hurting? The answer is yes. Like he's, he's been hurt. Like, so, and, and I doubt that's just going to be a deal where, Oh, okay. I feel a hundred percent now. Like he, he's just gonna a physical be, guy. So keep that in mind. We'll we'll get to the Texas game. I want to give a shout out to a couple of our great sponsors. We want to talk about the women's game in Orlando. But yeah, just real quick on the officiating, those guys I'm pretty confident will get reprimanded. Not, not I don't know public I, reprimanded. They're not gonna get publicly reprimanded, but they're they I, from from all accounts, they did not have a good game. I would also make the point that I don't, I I've changed my tune when Pollard went out and did the whole, we're getting screwed thing after the Oklahoma state football game. Like I was just like all of you In fact, we raised like 10 grand for a charity to pay remember the that. fine or whatever. It was 10 years ago. Do you know who um, played in that game? It was Paul Rhodes. Yep. Was it or not? No. So this, uh, it was Jared Barnett started, Barnett, it, yeah. but good point on the other side, do you know who had a kick return for a touchdown in that game? This is a deep poll for people. Not Shaky Smith. It wasn't Shaky Smith. Tyreek Hill. Holy crap! Really? Because he, he. Yeah. Good he, pull. Yeah, I was like, there was like, this guy's really fast. It's like, good turns pull. out, yeah, he was. He was pretty fast. The, um, I'm just not sure that these public ripping of the officials I, has I the effect that it, these guys wanted to. I, 
I don't think anything good can come from it. I was told that uh, other than Curtis to... Shaw, the director of officials, he's a basketball one now, right? Yep. Like the one thing I, I just don't, I, I think this is especially true. I think you could back it in the high school ranks. All of these refs are friends. hundred percent. So like you may think, Oh, we're targeting these three idiots who are in Waco. But the problem is all those other guys are going to back them over. They will you Mac Rhodes. And so like when you're constantly a jerk, and this is what I always say about Fran McCaffrey, it's like, and Iowa fans want, why won't, why doesn't he ever get the benefit of doubt? Because he has an entire track record of his career of being awful to these guys. Yeah. You don't and, chase and make down him, an official in a tunnel. When you make them look terrible publicly all the time, like there's a difference between grabbing them in the back and be like, dude, I, I really think you had a terrible day. Like, can we talk about this and berating them? And I, I just don't believe anymore. And I did at my younger age, uh, was much more of a hothead. I would have applauded what Mac did. And I really like him, by the way. I think he's a great AD. Sure. I think he's been phenomenal he for the job. Big 12. Yep. I don't see this helping I, them long term. And I don't think it helps the league either. I mean, again, like you said, it's not, they're not, they're humans. They're, what, and what, like, especially like, think about in the high school ranks, like when these yeah, well, so coaches are berating these guys, making $50 a game, like well, it's not a good thing for you. No. No, and then that's the that's the problem is I see the trickle down to even youth basketball now. It's like some some people get after officials like it's like what if they're this, they're not that's not. I'll tell normal. you, this is a, a coach, and this is like you're a human. Yeah, I, and when can, the when there's one dad that's a pain in the ass all the time, do you think it's going to get your kid better treatment? No, no like no, like not. go the opposite way. These are you need to play chess with these people, well, not checkers. And interestingly, it's you're seeing now in college sports, and it, this is now. In, in, been in politics for a while. If if things don't go your way, you just rally your people to attack the bad person, which it gets your people fired up and makes you like, hey, but it doesn't necessarily go. help you I, win. I don't know if that really like you. You're starting to see this like the, with the Tennessee situation and and Florida State. It's like it's their fault. It's well, it's Texas not, did that with the Big Twelve for yeah fifteen like, years. You're just. I don't know if you're just if emotion is a powerful thing and, if, and specifically negative emotion. So I understand why he was upset and why he felt the need to, hey, I'm going to stand up for my guys type of thing. I think that's what he said. But ultimately, is that the best way to fix it? Probably not. If I'm an official going, oh, I better be good today at Baylor or else Mac Rhodes is going to have a sternly worded statement after the game like that. These guys that that. that there are ways to go through the process, and I I don't think that's the appropriate way anymore. Um, but yeah, the, the, I, I I agree with Rhodes. They had yeah, a bad day. I totally agree. But there's, trust me. So does the supervisor know they had a bad day? Like they, they will get it will get to these folks. And I, I always remind people, even the 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 worst thing I've ever seen was that game in Hilton against Kansas, with the uh, Elijah Johnson ran over yeah. George Niang. I don't know if people realize this. Those guys did not work another Big 12 game the rest of the year. And I don't believe they worked the NCAA tournament either because it was so bad. And it got. And now, did they ever share that? I don't think so. No, because they understand like it's not to, what do you want them to do? Put out a release. These guys suck. Here's their address. Yeah, right. Well, exactly. You know, like they're trying to keep the, for a site called Cyclone Fanatic, this is very hypocritical, but they're trying to keep the fanaticism out of it and like just be well, like cordial it, to these hu- they, humans. Exactly. And I, again, officiating, they just get, like the players are, just like get, the coaches are. They get paid well. They work too many games. I wish there was more accountability no doubt. on the post game side. I Absolutely. think that could, that definitely could help. It'd be kind of weird, but I think it could help because again, a lot of the problems with officiating from your, your, I would say your casual fan, not people watching this or your, yeah, your no, diehards. We have nuts. Is, is, and I say that in a positive yeah, way. You don't know, a lot of people don't know the rule. Like yeah. they don't, they don't know what they're yelling about. And so it would be frustrating if you're an official and you're like, and, and, and somebody's asking you about something that's, that's, hey, you don't know the rule. Now, does that make you look like an elitist and like, oh, well, I would try and explain that to you, but that's the rule type of thing. I don't know. Um, but I don't, What's hard just, is when the guys who are supposed to know the rules don't know the rules. Yeah, but but then when you botch something like the end of game situation, yeah. or you have that super soft tech on the Baylor bench, which I thought it was totally wild, then it just 
it doesn't help, but I, I do think they're what TJ's doing is is smart. And I will add, and it might seem silly, but even Iowa State recognizing John Higgins. And it's not a bad it's not, political it's not, move. It's not. I mean, the, these circles aren't big. Everyone think saw these it. refs are sitting there, and they, you know, their their godfather is being recognized. You I think be, that that doesn't give them a little bit and, of a? I know it, John, like Higgins, was super appreciative. Again, these emotions just like everybody else. And I think TJ's approach is really good. Uh, but Scott Drew had never been ejected, so it's like he's usually pretty good. Now he's chirpy. It was just a bizarre game. Yeah, Scott's just. <laughs> He's just kind of whiny, you know, mm-hmm. like it a, a lot like Tang. We all watch Tang, like Scott and Tang Very are the similar. same guy basically on the sideline. They yeah. just, they bitch about everything, but it's generally not like to the point where it's so egregious that you need it. So like when Fran McCaffrey does it, he's angry. It's he berates he Scott and, and Tang like do the just whiny, like they bitch about everything yeah. thing. Yeah. And they just are constantly leaning on you. Where it's different, and then but then you have like the demonstrative type Izzo, you know. Yeah, and a lot but of those, Izzo's earned like yes, yeah. There's some of that. Like and, and Bill and Self he never, gets calls that other guys won't because he's Bill Self, and that is that right? Probably not. Well, but Self, Roy Williams got yeah. that, and like you know, Self and Izzo, they know where the line is yes. generally. Like they will, but then once they get that first one, they'll be like, "All right." Well, that's why they don't get tossed. A yeah. Lot. You know, because they they're playing chess too, and they, but they also know, like Bill Self knows that he's in a stratosphere that Otzelberger is not. Correct. So he he knows I'm Bill freaking Self. Yeah. So when I lean on this guy, it's going to mean something to a point where, when it's your fifth year coaching, you don't you don't have that behind you. Yeah. It it was psychology, man. And and yeah, and TJ's doing he hasn't earned that, but I think as a whole, this is the other somebody was at the game told me. (laughs) <laughs> Baylor fans apparently were fairly wise. Uh, they started chanting Jamie Pollard's name uh, during the technicals because they had thought that Iowa State buttering up John Higgins was the reason why Iowa State was getting the call. Are you serious? Yeah, apparently, I actually give him a lot of credit, uh, for job that. Baylor, for that. But I wow. that was that was kind of an interesting side note. I don't know. That's, it was a, that's an impressive uh, yeah, I, job there. That, out of there. And again, you know, I, I keep coming back to I would have loved to see Iowa State win. Clearly. But holy cow, what an entertaining game. Like that is, you can't predict what happened on Saturday. And that's why we keep coming back to the thing. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I want to thank our buddy Colin Newell. Colin will be at the event on Wednesday night, right? Just got a note from that team. Uh, Jake Hummel signed up. Los Angeles Rams, Jake Hummel. To with Colin Newell, well, he's gonna, he's Farm gonna Bureau, he, no, services. no, he's gonna come to our event. Oh, maybe really? He, maybe Colin oh. represents him as well. That's I can ask. I was gonna him. say, wow, Colin doing pretty yeah. well out there in the Los Angeles, <laughs> Los Angeles market. Area. Uh, Farm Bureau, excuse me, financial services. I did something really uh interesting. I, I did the whole um deal, the driveology with Colin, where you get a break on your car insurance, but you gotta have that thing in your oh, here you go, yeah. You're a, you're a very, a lot of people would think, Hey, you're a big race guy. Like you're a big car guy. Yeah. I am a you're, car guy. You're a very cautious driver. I'm a good driver. Yeah. Like I'm very I've always, soft on the brake. I've always been impressed if you don't No, yeah. I don't, I don't feel the need. Like, you know, my old, my old man taught me this a long time ago. It's like the, if you're going somewhere that's 10 miles or 15 miles, and the difference between going 80 and 60, like it really doesn't save you much time. You know? I'm sorry. I just so to tell you that. Yeah. Don't very, be late all the time yeah, and you, you're going to be fine. You were very, very cautious, reasonable driver. Thank you very much. I always Brent. felt I'm, safe in your car. I, I appreciate not, that. Not when I was driving with Dave Zavolinsky. Oh my God. He felt murdered. If me Dave Zavolinsky, former channel five sports reporter had the driveology from farm bureau. <laughs> they would strip him of their, <laughs> of his insurance. They would put him in jail. No, it's cool. You get this little tag and then it like, it, it can't hurt you. The only thing it does is the better of a, the, the better you drive, 
it, you can see you're like you're saving money. It's like, oh, okay, here's a quarter. You want a quarter? Here's a quarter. Uh, Farm Bureau Financial Services, sign up with our guy. What's your uh, Colin Newell? What's your drive score? Well, I just put it in last week. Okay, mine's 98. So I was at 100. Aiden's also a very good driver. I've never ridden with Aiden. I won't. Oh, I'm at a, a liar. I'm at a 93. Oh, that's that's pretty good. Keep, like, keep going, kid, and catch up to me someday. Is that like your? I don't speed. I the the phone is an issue for everybody. We all got to get better at that. What's bullshit though is when I when I'm doing my phone on my Bluetooth and I'm not holding it. Why does it still penalize me? Because your I don't know. That's a how does question. it know? How does it? It just knows that your phone is in use. But I'm not oh. holding it up to my head. I'm not texting. I'm literally talking what about to somebody like over CarPlay. The- yeah, that's what I'm using. Oof. I'm using the Apple CarPlay. Whatever. Oh, yeah. um, is that better than your Uber rating? No, my Uber rating's elite. Well, mine's still trying to recover from <laughs> Las Vegas. Me and Hass. Yeah. Well, that's why when I I know bad driver. I know if me and Hassel are involved, somebody <laughs> else is getting the Uber. I'll pay for it, but we're using your account. Uh, my buddy Jeff Kelderman over at Kelderman Manufacturing, he makes. Badass truck accessories for you. See, loves loves the diesels. You can go and check them out at Kelderman.com. Also, for all of our engineers out there, they're high quality laser cutting services. I know they've done some work with our friends at Mechdyne as well. We love connecting all of the great advertisers we have here at Cyclone Fanatic. I want to get to the women's game, but what, let's just let's knock out all the men's conversation yeah. and then get it. Do you have the Jerome Tang? So. Our our boy send it in Jerome. Let's do our Wiffles Hybrids Big Twelve segment here. Yeah, so th- this w- Kansas State lost has, again. Lost four in a row. They just lost to the worst team in the Big Twelve. Tonight they play Kansas, so we'll be rooting for our guy, our boy, Bill Self tonight in Manhattan. The the irony and like this is a great quote by the way. So Tang, keep talking, man, because you're good. You give us stuff to talk He's, about. Yeah. This is great. You it's always are giving content. us content. Yeah. So they lose to Oklahoma State, and just there's so much irony in this quote from Jerome Tang. Let's hear what he had to say. Um, losing is not fun, all right? Anytime you lose, right? It doesn't matter if it was we had won 10 in a row and then lost one. It, it doesn't matter. And, like, this is our movie, right? We, we, choose, we can choose to be victims or we can choose to be stars. We're going to choose to be stars in this movie. We're going to be the one to determine how it turns out, not – uh, somebody else or or the narrative or the obstacles that are in our way, right? Die Hard wouldn't be great if Bruce Willis got killed in the first scene, right? When he, oh, why me? No shoes, right? He gets killed. Movie wouldn't have been a great movie. He chose not to be a victim. We're going to choose not to be a victim. Um, It's just <laughs> odd because, like, it, hasn't he been been the victim like, creating this whole narrative for, like, two weeks now? Yeah. Oh, we lost Iowa State. They're spying on our huddle. Oh, we lost to Houston. That ref is out to get us. Like that I mean it's just really wild to hear him talking like that. Yeah, talk about just a performative. <laughs> this is I, not very self-aware. Do it. Like I I saw that. I was like, is this is he is he like trying to be funny? I don't I don't think he was. This the last three weeks have been a highlight just watching because they're gonna turn on him. If they haven't already, you can't go lose to Oklahoma State. Now they're going to lose to Kansas again. Uh, why yeah. we love why we love Big Twelve basketball. Hey, I I appreciate Jerome Tang. I'm, can I thank Jerome Tang? I'm going to thank Jerome Tang right now. Yeah, go for it. Just like it was so enjoyable to not like Norm Stewart. I learned cuss words thanks to Norm Stewart. He was the first person I cussed yeah. at. My dad's like, yeah, you should probably do that. Um, Billy Tubbs, uh, Danny Knee. All these guys are probably forgetting somebody like you. You learned to Danny. dislike the other coach, Eric Pikowski. Is he Eric, still playing for Eric Fred? Now? <laughs> Eric, uh, Tyrone Fred's Luke. got that team playing well. By the way, they, they almost yeah. they almost won at Illinois last night. But it's Eddie Sutton. I mean, it's good to have some. I like yeah. this. Oh, it this makes it good. Way yeah, I mean, because you know what? I say it's going to go there in March. It's going to be lively. I like it. It was lively at Baylor. We kind of have a love hate thing with 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 Scott Drew, and this is good. I, you know, more, more salt, the better. Like we don't need to be kumbaya. It's, it's competition. Now you can take it too far. And I think Jerome with the whole spy thing, that was a way too far. And he hasn't like, way, said way anything yeah, since. since. So I think he may, he may real, I, he feels like a reasonable human. 
I don't know. I mean, how I mean, do you? I, well, I mean, I'm just saying, like, he hasn't doubled down on that thing. No, he now, hasn't his, his, circled back. But his they're... family on Twitter is another story. Yeah. His, his sister, I, uh, she keeps I, chirping at I, Iowa State uh, fans. I mean, you wouldn't want to talk about their game results, so you might as well. She divert, was divert cheering for Baylor on Twitter, oh, which sure. I get it. She's probably a Baylor fan. Her brother was there for like a hundred years, <laughs> but funny. you can't also just I, ignore the elephant in the room. It's just like Kim. I I like rivalries. Just don't accuse people of cheating. You know, like there well, is, especially there is coming a off the Harbaugh thing, thing. Yeah, like, that made it, it worse. Come on now, and it it was so far fetched. Like it gets more crazy by the day. Like you, we did what now? You're accusing Iowa State of doing what? Well, and it again, makes sense. Yeah, and well, I, we don't need to get back to I, that. I know, um, but it's just so he. But hey, it, I will watch that game tonight. One reason why is I would like to see Bill Self beat Jerome, <laughs> and I never in the world thought I would say that. I'm but I'm way. just gonna watch the game. So thank you, Jerome. Oh, I'm rooting for Kansas. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of Kansas, dominant win over Houston. This that didn't surprise me. No, me the, either. Kansas. You know, the one thing Houston doesn't have, and we we mentioned this when they came to Hilton, is they're still not used to these atmospheres. And well, that place was ready to go. Yeah. You know, when Kansas goes on the road, they're always now this is less of a thing in the transfer portal era because you're flipping over the roster so much. But yeah. self in those teams know what to expect. They are always the target. Yep. Yep. Houston is still not used to, oh, we're a top five team going into Lawrence. That's a whole different deal. We're a top five team going into Ames yep. compared to what they are used it's, to. It's no mystery. They've now lost. I mean, all their losses are, have been on the road in and, big atmospheres. in big atmospheres. Right. Um, Cincinnati wins at Texas tech. We're not believers in Texas tech, right? No, that, we, that, we that, thought that, that went that way as we thought. So real quick on the, uh, do you want to play guess the, yeah, 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 yeah. Cause we had some movement. We got movement. Well, tech is dropped off after that loss. Tech is now, uh, like fourth or a, fifth, a form, a firm fifth. Yeah. Okay. They're so 14. they went from second to fifth. Yep. 14 to one. So one still is Houston. I think it is. Yeah. And then two is Kansas. It is. And then three is Iowa state. Correct. Yeah. I've, I've got my, I, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good right now. So Iowa state is still, you know, you're in strike. Like you, you, you just, you, you gotta Tuesday'd be big tomorrow. Will be big. If you want to win the title. Yeah. You gotta win. I which think is gotta, also complicated here. Cause it's, that's what we should be thinking about. We shouldn't be rooting for Kansas, but that's fact. You, you should probably root against Kansas, but I, again, I emotion. I was impressed with BYU. I thought that they would, I thought they were going to lose at West Virginia. I thought that long trip, I, West Virginia is a pretty tough place, and they yeah, dominated they, them. I again, I said I, I made me look smart from Wednesday. I said, "Hey, I'm good on, call. I'm, I'm still on the BYU train." Good pull. Thank you. Uh, is Central Florida the most impressive as far as expectations to results team in the Big Twelve this year? I think I could make an argument for that. You think they've held their own, which is they've done really super, well. Super suit like I. They're they are very athletic. Uh, they don't score it great, but they're if they're again. If they're making shots. They're good enough defensively that they, they can win some games. Yeah, I, I think they've done a nice job. We were right on Oklahoma to fade them. We told you to do that weeks ago. I hope you guys listened. And then again, Texas is a is a bit of a weird. I I I, I don't understand that team this year, where they just they went on the road and then they lose at home again. Here's their they beat Baylor by two at home. They lost to Central Florida at home. They lost to Texas Tech at home. They have wins at Cincinnati, at Oklahoma, and now at TCU. They also lost to Houston at home. Yeah, that win for them on set, they look good. Yeah. They look really good on Saturday against a good TCU team. They will be mm, two-point favorite over Iowa yeah, State. Yeah, by two to three. Yeah. It's a game I, I you know, roster-wise, Iowa State's roster is, is better. Now, it's a, that their home court, it doesn't, it's better than it used to be, although it doesn't illustrate that with their record at home this year. It's just one of those games, C-Dub. Again, I think Iowa State's guards can can get to the rim and get some points. You got to prevent, and it just, it's crazy to say, but the Tyrese Hunter, Max A. Smith's three-point game. Yeah. I, you know Tyrese is going to be fired up. There's no love loss still between I'm trying to those think of crossover with, no, the Stavs hate each other. Yeah. <laughs> Because then you had Terry last year getting in Oshun, Oshun and, and yeah. Jaren's face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that didn't go over well. 
in the old Suka practice facility. Right. I, I can promise you that. That is the why does Rodney Terry always coach up other teams' players? I don't understand this. What what gives that man the right to tell hey another guy's player how to act? Like it's, it is insane. That would be like me going to um two four seven and being like, hey, uh to Payne who who works there, right? Payne, my guy Payne, I love Payne. Hey, you little shit. Figure it out, man. You need to act more professional Be in the media adult. room. No, I would never do that to them. Like, what, what what gives this man the right to constantly be doing this to other teams' players? He does it all the time. It's again, Sorry. it's the like it's the same thing with uh, he's firing up his own fan base by doing that. You're right. Well, that's all it is. It's all pandering. and this horns down thing. Like, why do we treat it like it's this offensive so slur? I, I don't understand this. Can, what world are we living in? All right. I'm the deep throwback for everybody here. See, Aiden, if you can pull this up. 2005, Iowa State at Texas. Okay. This was the Jared Holman to Sheed Carr game. Okay. Uh, it's the first time Iowa State won at Texas. And this spiked is the, it on the logo. And, and to Sheed Carr stomped on the logo. Epic, yeah. epic time. This is probably the last time Iowa State's going to play there for the for foreseeable future. Yeah, I mean, probably ever. I, are you against somebody stomping on the Longhorn no. logo? I would love just it. like, hey, let's Staring go. Staring down Tyrese Hunter at the same time. <laughs> so, quick story. <laughs> <laughs> on that game, we get inside. inside Jones scoop. would be the guy, right? Big Rob energy. Big Rob would. I could see, yeah, I could see that. Big Rob, and he's flexing. I could see Keyshawn doing it. I could see Keyshawn doing it. I just it. don't know if Keyshawn... You know, being from Vegas, if he hates Texas enough, that's it. Like, yeah, where's the Tame, crossover with Hunter? Like, Tame Tame won't, nice. do he it. won't do anything. It is wild, though, when you think about that trade. Oh, and you'd always, I think you'd rather have Taman, no doubt, right? Like, is your point guard? No. Oh, yeah, not, not. It's just wild how that worked it's, out because at the crazy. time, we thought the sky was falling. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, on that game, just real quick inside scoop. Iowa State, when it went to Texas in 2005, won the game. Jared Holman, because Iowa State had, had, was on a four, this is 100% true, this is how crazy, was a four-year run, I think it was four years in a row, Iowa State did not win a road game in the Big 12. Think about that. Like four years in a row didn't win a road game. So, Holman was a senior. Holman had a bottle of champagne he took with him on the road. Just in case Iowa State would win a road game, he was going to break it open. So, as luck would have it, Iowa State wins in overtime. Shashid Carr goes absolutely bananas. Holman breaks out the champagne in the locker room. They drink it in the locker room. But even better, Iowa State's flight got canceled because of snow back in Ames. And so Wayne Morgan, who was the coach, said, gentlemen, go have fun on 6th Street. Oh, God. Holman. And as the story goes... Uh, so, Did Holman, people, like, flip over well, a car no, or something? No, I don't know. But from what I heard, uh, people who are on the trip... They were headed in for the evening at like midnight, and Holman and Holman and Vroman, or it wasn't Vroman at the time. Holman and somebody were were going out, like they were going out for round two. So seems they had a, right. they had a good time. But anyway, bring it back. I love me some Jared Holman. Oh, I love him. All time favorite cyclone, I think. I'd say somebody needs to at least. I did do, a, just dance on the logo. I did a where are they now type deal with him probably ten years ago, and I he was in Greece. He's playing. Dating, he's dating like supermodels and stuff. Oh yeah, he's he's all of our hero. But yeah, Tashid Car. That was Tashid Car game. My man. Gotta love the Tashid Car yes. game. Uh, let's thank a couple more of our sponsors, specifically our friends at the Ivy College of Business at Iowa State. The uh, the dean. We love the great dean, Dean Spalding. There, Bloom spoke to a bunch of their students. We want going to encourage there, people. Went up there today. Oh wow! Again, yeah, we got uh, round two of the consulting. I want to encourage you, if you're out there and you've thought about getting that MBA, you can do it 100% online. You can do it around your schedule. It's really, really, uh, a, I think, a hidden gem for a lot of people that want to Huge. advance their career. So consider our friends at the Ivy College of Business up at, you don't even have to step on campus. You got kids, don't worry about it. You can yeah. do your work at night. Yep. And they got so you can be online and then they also have a, a great program down here in Des Moines, too. Absolutely. It's a fantastic piece. Uh, and then we just did our Wiffles Hybrids segment. Want to give our shout out to our friends at Wiffles Hybrids. Plant your independence, plant Wiffles. Planting season, believe it or not, just around the corner. We usually get the March Madness and just a little bit after that, around that time. 
The Iowa State women lose at o- or not Oklahoma at Central Florida. All of our women's coverage presented by our friends at Caliber Iowa. Check them out at CaliberIowa.com. We're in a Caliber Iowa building right now. It's where we house our Cyclone Fanatic Studios. Beautiful property management. They have luxury rental properties and professionally built um, apartments all over the metro. Of course, they've got homes. Go to CaliberIowa.com. You can check out all of their listings around Central Iowa. And beyond the the women are they've hit a wall I think with the freshmen this was this was quite predictable. Mm-hmm. They're still what seven and four, mm-hmm. still in a good spot. It's just how do you bounce out of the wall? Take care of business at home though, Brent, and you're going to have a good shot to still be in the tournament, right? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, net ranking, just pulling it up here. The, the loss to, to that didn't UCF help. did not. Central Florida not was help. However, eight. however. You didn't move again. Losing road games is just—it's yeah. just not going to hurt you. You Doesn't went down a you spot. Yeah, obviously it's 39th. so you're very much in the conversation. I hope that this week right off now. helps. They have a week off, and hopefully it gets the legs back. Yeah, I, I think it's—it's it's a young team that's. This is a grind. Like you're—you're you're doing it really for the first time uh, for these folks. But yeah, it was just a tough one because you know UCF is—is is just not a team that you know that that game's in Hilton. I think Iowa State probably wins by double digits. It just it didn't Can't. click, and then UCF at home got some confidence in the second half and and rode the momentum. But it, it's a big game for Iowa State. You get the week off, and then Oklahoma is very good. Yeah, and, and that's then Saturday at six o'clock. So the next two games are really key because then you get Kansas State at home, and they're really good too. Well, the Audi is a matchup to Akoya Lee is, is yeah, fascinating. She's not back yet she's not lee i think she got hurt her time frame lines up with plan i mean this was when she had surgery yeah two or three weeks ago or whatever it was it was four weeks and of course four weeks was right on the that yeah i mean that's really important i could see her not playing because they play him twice in like two weeks or something yeah the other one is on february so they play him on the 14th and on the 28th her availability will greatly determine how that game goes. I think Aoka Lee is Aoka. I called her a Koya. Yeah, she's a s- superstar and she's physical and big and would God, she seems like she's been there she, forever. Well, she has. I called a game in Manhattan her freshman year. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> that feels like it was forever ago. And that's where four years. But you're right. If Iowa State, you know, you got to use Hilton Magic to your advantage because these are two games, they're both really talented. And if you can get them both, then you put yourself in a really good spot again because then you got to go down to Austin, and that's going to be hard. So there's opportunities here for this team. I do think it's a nice time to get a kind of catch your catch yourself, get reacquainted. Hopefully, you know, Addy's been dealing with some sickness. I'm sure everybody's dinged up. Uh, you saw Audi took a couple hard falls in that UCF game. This is new. This is new for a lot of them, but I, I, do, I do like the makeup of this team. And I think Emily Ryan's continuing to play well, so... I do think there's another run for this group, and hopefully it starts on Saturday. Feels like if you could, I mean, if you sweep Oklahoma and Kansas, and then just do what you're supposed to do the rest of the way, you're going to be in the tournament. Yeah, excuse yeah. me, Kansas State. I agree with that. But if you, if you split, I mean, then you have to win at Houston. Yeah, on and, the 21st. and Houston's Houston's okay, I mean, but that should be but, a game Iowa State could win. I know, but I yeah. Now you got to make up after the Central Florida you do that, loss. That's one, and, and honestly. That, Oklahoma has been the surprise for me. I mean, they've reeled off now. One, I think they'll two, win three. that game. They've won five in a row. I think they'll beat Oklahoma. The Kansas State game is really, really important. That's the game. You know, all these games, they need crowds and they'll get oh, crowds. But that yeah. Kansas State game, if they're a top five team coming in on Valentine's Day, like that place has to be hopping. Yeah, I, let's fill let's fill them up for yeah. Saturday too. Yes. And again, what we saw I went up went up last Wednesday. That crowd lifted them big well, time. And Saturday's one half. of those doubleheader days. So it should day. be a really big crowd. Should I would be think. should be great. So we'll see everybody up there. And, and again, I think for them, regroup. I still like this group a lot. I still think they can make the tournament, but you you gotta protect Hilton. The we we gotta wrap up because we have another show coming on here. But we've got the the football party coming up on Wednesday, and then it's Brock Purdy Super Bowl week. We'll do more of that on on Wednesday's pod, but it, it is quite surreal still it is. that all this Super Bowl coverage is kind of starting right now. So, but I mean, I was talking with Hassel, who's there doing shows for CBS all week. I mean, pretty. And then you've got, 
Oh, he's a Toyota man. Yeah. You got the Kelsey Taylor Swift thing a little bit. And then Mahomes is just, it's kind of like Brady at this point where he's going to get his, but Purdy's the number one media story. Mm-hmm. He is. And it's, he's, he's a very likable guy. As you, you mentioned with the Toyota thing, I'm really interested to see how the week plays out. I mean, if they lose, is he still the target of national media? I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know how it's going to play out, but this is a, if he wins the Super Bowl, you have more insight on this than most. It's just the, the power of what that means for Iowa State football is, is great. It really, especially you get the Mansky kid last week, Iowa State's in state recruiting on the, quarterback trail is incredible yeah, I mean, like they're on a kid. hot streak yeah. right now yeah i mean i i'm guessing brock purdy is already making a difference but man just the the free press this week is great for iowa state it, it, yeah and i it's it's hard to know the direct impact but anytime you can associate yourself with a super bowl winning quarterback who's a good dude um is is a good thing and man i'm just i'm, I'm excited but nervous at the same time it's just like yeah, I'm going to be really a basket case yeah, watching that it's game. Yeah, because he's uh, – it's crazy because I remember uh, after Brock's freshman year, this is this is how much it's changed. He came in to – oh, I was at the Iowa State Foundation, and we brought in a couple um, athletes to speak about leadership. And Brock was this shy 19-year-old, yep. just kind of like you – he would walk in as – and you're like, that's Brock Purdy? Like, he looks like Aiden, you yeah. know? We're like that's that's but yeah and now he's the superstardom then he could be a super Ozzie Bowl Smith's buying your jersey I mean the, uh, the, right Ozzy Smith's buying it's it's so cool the fact that he still comes back gives back and and wants to help out Iowa State too it just adds to it but man he he has a chance to do something literally nobody from Iowa State has ever done before um, and that's when a Super Bowl as a quarterback and and what does it do for recruiting I'm not sure what does help is not only you got Brock now. But then Rocco is is in that yes. same continue. So now it's become like, okay, wait a second, this isn't a this isn't a just a one time thing. I mean, I and I think I do believe Nate Shieldhouse is a really good I do too. quarterback developer as well. And then not to mention um, Kyle Kempt, Jake Waters are also on that staff, and both are I think rising stars in this business too. Looking forward to. Uh, I'm really not looking forward to. It. I was just gonna say an off season of breaking down football, but like I'm not ready for the off season. No, we got basketball, baby. Yeah, we got a, we lot, got of a lot of basketball, and we got, of course, your big night coming up on Wednesday again. What did you say? Like 30 tickets left. So if you want to get in on this, get yeah, after get it. it right now. And then again, I will post something on, and everybody around the country can bid on some really really cool items that we'll put up here later today. All right, he is Brent Plume. Thanks to Abe Wyatt for producing up, today's. We get we got the Longhorn Network. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. How okay. do we watch it? How do we watch it, Aiden? So, so last year, I'll tell you what I did last year. I don't yes. know if I downloaded Sling and got a free I, trial. That's the route that I went. Okay. I, I don't think there's a free trial right now. Oh, uh, so you just so, got to pay like eight bucks? Well, no, it's way more than it's that. It's going to be oh. like 50 bucks. So what you got to do is have a party. Invite some friends over, split a pay-per-view. It's basically like fight night, except basketball. In the so you, but you have to get the Sling. That's the best way that I can find. Because you have to get the orange package. Jesus. And then there's like a sports add-on or something for $11. And that totals. At what point do we just listen to John and Eric? There's also that. Honestly, like. Hmm. What? Who? It's, this is it. Longhorn Network is going away. Yeah, I mean, this is your last chance to, or not chance. This is your last time you have to do this. It actually might feel good to buy it and then just cancel and be like, I'm out. Like Costanza. I'm never doing this again. I'm out. I'm out. Longhorn Network. And we don't encourage the guys on our chat are strongly we, English and Jeff are both saying that they there's no way they're watching the Longhorn Network. Support J Dub. I agree with that English. It's also available on Dish and DirecTV, I believe. Okay. I used I used to have Dish, and I, I don't. I, don't like, I would even go like a local place here. Does do does anybody have it? I don't know if there is. If there's a place and you guys have Longhorn Network, let me let us know. We will get you some free business as long as you carry Ames Logger and Cody Rowe. Thank you. A lot of qualifiers. A lot of qualifiers. (laughs) Better have Cody Rowe because I anytime Iowa State and Texas play, I I get more of a whiskey night. No, it is. I just get uncomfortable. 
All right. Tito's down. If you're if you're pouring out your Tito's, don't buy Longhorn Network, says Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jeff. And well, Jeff's in well, Texas. Yeah, well played. Well played, my friend. All right. Uh, thanks, guys. We appreciate it. We will be back on Wednesday. We'll do our regular show on Wednesday as we'll be counting down the hours till the recruiting party. And then we will have the reaction to the Iowa State Texas game. So that's all coming up. What else is coming up on the podcast network? We got Ludum Cook. Ludum Cook this afternoon. I'm, I'm sure that those guys are just amped. Yeah, they were pretty excited to record after Saturday. Yeah, they were just pissed off like everybody um, else. Okay. And then kicking it. And then Title Nine records Title tonight. Nine. Yep. Yep. Whew. So we got a loaded big week. week. Loaded network. Welcome to February. Coming up this week. All right. Uh, for Brent Bloom, for A. Wyatt, I'm Chris Williams. Have a great rest of your Monday.